Facts of Faith with Nae Lupondwana, 7 to 8 p.m. Let's synchronize our watches. My time says seven minutes after seven, which means this is the beginning of the program until eight o'clock. Thank you very much to Midupi Mahalimele. He returns to update the news at exactly eight o'clock right here on SFM Leading the Conversation. But now I want us to talk about something that has been a bone of much contention for for eons of years, way back to the days of slavery in the United States, when they first considered, decided on, and paid for slavery. And I'm referring now to the second wave of slave trade, which is called the transatlantic slave trade. This was done by people who fancied themselves as Bible-believing Christians. They believed and read, and according to them, they lived according to the King James Bible, which was the only version that was of authentic and reliable authority at the time. The version is not much important. It is the contents of the text that they seem to have misappropriated in order for them to drink themselves to a stupor and then abuse people of color under the auspices of, after all, they were cursed, were simply following the Bible. You're probably wondering, what on God's green earth am I talking about? Well, I'm talking about what, is, what has been known, what has been called the curse of Ham. Yes, finally we get to talk about the matter, but before we even get to talk to our guests, it is very bothersome to watch the news on television in South Africa after 1994 and still find people who are going to use the Bible to back up the theory that black people are cursed because of Ham. Ham was cursed and therefore black people who are descendants of Ham were cursed. That's the general rhetoric. Not going to debate the accuracy of that now. I do want you to share with me if you buy that story as a person who lives in South Africa, regardless of your race, do you buy that story that black people are cursed because of ham? Is this one of your ideological persuasions that black people are in actual fact cursed because of ham? I'll read this story to you after we we come back to the to the break from the break, but we do have. Ham, who has four sons. Ham has four sons. Of the sons of Ham is Canaan. Canaan, who was accursed by Noah, his great, oh, his grandfather, and yes, his great grandfather, his grandfather. But now Canaan, who was cursed, it's very interesting to find out why Noah would curse Canaan. Out of the four sons of Ham, why would Canaan be the one to be cursed? I'll read the story again, not to worry, because there's Cush, from whom we descend, there's Mizraim, there's Put, and then there's Canaan. Canaan is cursed. Isn't it interesting how people would call the curse of Ham and then say the Canaan so happens to be black people. Interesting enough, not Cushites, but Canaanites. Well, that's that's what I'd like to hear from you. I'll introduce you to our guests in a short while. I'd like to hear from you. Do you buy this story that black people are cursed? And that's why they are like this. Why are black people poor the world over? Because they're cursed. Why are black people subservient all throughout the world? Because they are cursed. Why were they the ones who were in the majority taken out for slavery? Because they are cursed. Do you buy that story? I'd like to hear your take from, from the very beginning. Before we even delve into it, I'd like to hear your take. And then perhaps we can get a, a perceptive view. If it were up to me, uh, perhaps we would get the perceptive view later on. Because most interesting to me would be your take on the matter. I want to open the lines right now. O double one zero double one seven one four two double zero six again zero double one seven one four 
0614-242-2006. If you prefer to send a WhatsApp, you can send that WhatsApp text to 0614-104-107. 0614-104-107. The Curse of Ham. What's your understanding of the Curse of Ham? Are people, black people, the way they are economically, socioeconomically, and in terms of social justice because of that alleged curse of Ham? I'm Nayelu Pondwana. You're listening to SFM here on Facts of Faith. Let's begin. The views and ideas expressed in this program are views expressly of the people sharing them and not of the anchor or that of this broadcaster. All persons, juristic or natural, are to be held responsible for their own representations offered on this program by their agents and not this corporation. Any and all consumption of our conversational substance is entirely at your own discretion. Please be advised that this program airs subject matter that has the potential to destabilize and challenge your intellectual equilibrium. If you are excitable, profound caution when consuming our subject matter is advised. Participation in this program is a voluntary enterprise and as such is expected to be considered and deliberated on. Kindly note that, just as the anchor is, all participants, guests and callers are encouraged to engage in this our freedom of expression and any of our civil liberties responsibly. We are scheduled to speak to one guest tonight. And uh, for obvious reasons, his name is Bishop Joshua Maponga. He's a fighter of spiritual colonialism. He's a, an author. He's a minister of religion. He's an African and is an advocate and an activist for what he believes to be the truth. We're trying to get through to him. He is not picking up. So uh, please, somebody, let him know that we're ready for him. And we had scheduled him to talk to us on the subject but before we, um, while we're still trying to get a hold of him, I want to read the text to you that has caused much controversy, not only in uh, modern-day South Africa, but since the days of slavery. This idea of the curse of Ham is not a new one. It's one that has been, well, allegedly emanating from the Bible. Remember, when we speak of Ham and Canaan and Noah, these are Bible characters. Now, I'm not really going to debate with you whether the Bible is true or not and all of those things. No, no, no. This is not the subject of our conversation for now. The subject of our conversation is whether you believe, whether you buy this story that the curse really is a curse to black people and that is why black people are the way they are because Noah, that drunkard, was able to have so much power that he cursed black people through Canaan. The story is found in the book of Genesis chapter 9 and I want you to read it with me so that you don't say I'm embellishing or I am adding or subtracting. Book of Genesis chapter 9 and um, it would be good if we were to read the entire chapter but I don't want to belabor the point by reading the entire chapter um, because it it's, well, if you if we have to in the course of the conversation, I will. Um, it's not sort of problem, but I'm going to begin by reading it. Um, verse 16. When I see the rainbow in the clouds, I will remember the eternal covenant between God and every living creature on earth. Then God said to Noah, yes, this rainbow is the sign of the covenant I'm confirming with all the creatures on earth. Verse 18, the sons of Noah who became out or who came out of the boat with their father were Sham, Ham, and Japheth. Ham is the father of Canaan. Verse 19, from these three sons of Noah came all the people who now populate the earth. That's the biblical narrative. I don't want us to debate whether that's true or false. Let's hold that as a biblical narrative and we'll follow that narrative for now. Verse 20, after the flood, Noah began to cultivate the ground and he planted a vineyard. In other versions, it says he became an husbandman. Verse 22, Ham uh, oh, verse 21, beg your pardon. Verse 21 says, One day he drank some wine he had made, and he became drunk and lay naked inside his tent. Follow me. Verse 22, Ham, the father of Canaan, saw that his father was naked and went outside and told his brothers. 
Now, other versions say he saw his father's nakedness. Other people allege other things, not just the sighting of nudity, but something else. But the text reads just as it is. I'm not going to tell you what other people are suggesting beyond just the sighting of nudity. Verse 23, Then Shem and Japheth took a robe, held it over their shoulders, and backed into the tent to cover their father. As they did this, they looked the other way, so they would not see him naked. Verse 24, When Noah woke up from his stupor, he learned what Ham, his youngest son, had done. Verse 25, Then he cursed Canaan, the son of Ham. Quote, May Canaan be cursed! Exclamation point. May he be the lowest of servants to his relatives. Full stop. Close quote. Verse 26. Then Noah said, quote, May the Lord, the God of Sham, be blessed, and may Canaan be his servant. Exclamation point. Verse 27. May the God expand the territory of Japheth. Exclamation point. Japheth shared the prosperity of Sham. And may Canaan be his servant. Full stop. Close quote. Verse 28. Noah lived another 350 years after the great flood. Verse 29. He lived in total 950 years and then he died. Full stop. That's the full story in the biblical account. Take note, at this point, we don't have any evidence of who's black or who's white. These are all sons. All of these three are the sons of Noah. So we're not talking about race at this point. Here is the point that I want you to tell me. Call me now. I'd like to hear what you have to say. At this point, there are no races. There is no genetic mutation to find now black people, Asian people, European people, and so forth, all Caucasians under that banner of European. All of those things, we don't have them at this point. Or do we? I'd like to hear what you have to say. I'm going to take a break and come back. Hopefully, we'll have our guests in a short while. If not, I'm going to read some of your texts and take your voice notes. Most importantly for tonight, I'd like to hear from you. If you're a white person, do you believe that black people are cursed and that's why they are in their socioeconomic and historically unjust predicament? If you're a black person, do you believe you're cursed because of Canaan, cursed by his grandfather Noah? You're listening to Facts of Faith. We're taking your calls at 0891-104-207-0117142006. Let's try that again. 0117142006. Dial that number. I'd like to hear what you have to say. All right, we'll wait for the bishop to pick up his phone. At least up until eight o'clock. <laughs> but until then, I want us to talk about the curse of Ham and most importantly your take on it as a citizen of the Republic of South Africa and as an African. Really, I'm not talking about race right now. I'm talking about citizenry. Do you hold the view that Africans are cursed and that's why they are in the state that they're in? Some even go as far as to say Africans are rapists, Africans are murderers, are criminals because they are cursed. Africans are dark because darkness is close to blackness and blackness is evil. All that platonic theology and philosophy that... Okay, and he characterized it. But even Plato came to an understanding that Zeus has distinguished white to be pure and good and, and, and true and black, evil, bad, and all those things. Talk to me. What do you hold to be the... Does this mean, all this biblical uh, uh, suggestion about Sham, Ham, and uh, uh, Japheth? Remember, these are the three sons of Noah, Sham, Japheth and Ham. Ham has Cush as his son, which we belong to. Mizraim, the guys in Egypt, Put, and Canaan. Here's the question. Do you buy that story? All right, I'm going to go to the calls, and I'm going to go to the WhatsApp lines. I want to read the text and play some voice notes. But let's begin with the voice notes, and then go to the lines and go to the WhatsApp text while we're waiting for the bishop. Go ahead, sir. Good evening, SFM and Ms. Nye and all of you and the guests. Yes, sir. It's a nice issue, really. I mean, reality is that some of our black people, they still believe that thing, but we don't believe I mean, that thing. 
or black uh, this uh, black people have been cast that's a wrong that's a colony idea and a perception and all that i mean apartheid in the colony and all that i mean those who are so-called european they start and they they perpetuating that and, and it's true really another thing is if someone help it and for example i'm black i mean if i help it, my brother or my sister still some of us we, they're calling the black text also the colony idea but it we're still using and whoever bad i mean if i say now you're is a person who got to fire end of the day, I mean, yeah. year after. That's my opinion, Mr. Ma'alem Moebek. All right, thank you, Mr. Ma'alem. I appreciate that. Re- remember, remember South Africa, and Mr. Ma'alem, you, 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 you're very uh, evasive, but I, I take your point. I take your point. Um, I, I, I heard you say it's true. Are you saying it's true people hold those false views, or do you believe the views that black people are cursed are actually true? Is that what you're saying? But I totally understand uh, to an extent that you do not believe it. Do you not believe it because it is unpleasant or do you not believe it because it is untrue? Uh, please, Malim, clarify if you may. Good evening, Nae. Mm. Yes, it's true. Um, oh. The case of harm goes to the black people. Okay. Black people are staying in Africa. They are the indigenous people of Africa. Africa has been blessed with rich soils and minerals such that black people won't go out uh, of Africa. But it is rather the blessed white people who will come and make these black people who will be staying in Africa to work for whites whilst in their native area, in their native land. So black people are cursed to a point that even a, a a woman will prefer a black woman will prefer to be married to a poor white man than to be married to a rich black man <laughs> okay all right i'm not quite sure what i'm picking up from this gentleman whether he is saying this begrudgingly and is making a point or he really believes that black people are poor during the days of black consciousness, we were taught that actually um, you must not like white people such that you... All of these things that he's saying sound like a twisted form, a twisted way of trying to disinvest people from this idea of non-racialism. But I totally understand, again, that you are saying it's true. Are you being facetious or are you being gen- genuine about it? I don't know. I said I'm going to go to the voice notes, going to go to the calls, and then go to the texts. We are going to continue trying to take um, Bishop because I'd like to hear his views. Because uh, when we talk, yeah, he sounds like he has a lot of uh, ideas that I'd like to put on the public domain and you can engage with him. Let's go to Tim Bingosi. Tim Bingos, I don't know where he is, Tim Bingos. Good evening, Tim Bingos. Tim Bingos. Mm. goes. are you there? All right. All right. Let's try another line. Let's hope this line is going to be okay. Vuyiswa, good evening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. This line. I can see you, Colin. Vuyiswa, goes. Guys, I can see you. Something is wrong with our lines. They don't seem to be picking you up. So please don't give up. We'll try and see if we're going to connect you on a different line. I can see you. Not to worry. I'm not blocking you. I'm going to go and read some WhatsApp texts. In fact, there's one here. Oh, my goodness. Okay, the person who wrote this very lengthy text on WhatsApp, I won't be able to read the entirety of your text. It's too long. But I'll read the first paragraph. It's sizable, but I'm hoping you have captured your point within the first paragraph. The first paragraph of this text reads, The first point of rebuttal against the idea that Genesis 9 teaches that black people are under a curse has already been mentioned. Nowhere is race or skin color mentioned in that chapter. Second, Noah's curse is specifically levied against Canaan, not Ham. So, in literal terms, there is no such thing as a curse of Ham in the Bible. Canaan, not Ham, was predicted to become a slave to his brothers. Many of Ham's descendants were never slaves. For example, the Egyptians, children of Ham, spent most of their history in a position superior to that of Israel, children of Sham. Third, the Hebrew terms used in Genesis chapter 9, verse 25 to 27, are often found in contexts suggesting inferiority, not forced labor per se. 
The same word translated slave, quote-unquote, in Genesis 9.25 is used of Esau in the relation to Jacob, Genesis 27.37 to 40, of Joab in relation to King David in 2 Samuel chapter 14, verse 22, and of Abraham in relation to the Lord, Genesis 18, verse 3. In none of these cases does the word carry an implication that literal slaves were involved. Oh, oh, Joey, I'd like to speak to this person. <laughs> okay. Um, the fulfillment of Noah's curse on Canaan occurred centuries later when the Israelites from the line of Sham entered the land of Canaan and subdued the inhabitants of that land. First Kings 9, verse 20 to 21. Oh, my goodness, I can't stop reading. All right, I'm going to... I'm going to go to the next one. Uh, 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 I, I see you, WhatsApp. Um, I, I'll, I'll go to the next one, and um, we'll try and, and, and come back to it. Very interesting. Uh, you didn't tell us your name, sir or madam. Very interesting stuff you're putting out there. I'd love to engage you further. Another text message reads, Should we be cursed with sin because of Adam and Eve? Not sure what point you're making there, sir or madam. Again, you didn't tell us what your name is. Please do not forget to let us know what your name is so that we can be able to be civil with with you and call you by your name, not say somebody or just sir. Uh, slightly in, uh, impersonal, isn't it? Another text reads, Hi, Naya, I do not believe that because history books tell us that Africans were among the earliest builders of great civilizations on this planet. I think we just failed to win against conquests. Vuyo in Bloemfontein. Thank you very much, Vuyo. Appreciate your text. Um, okay. Uh, Joey, um, Bishop Maponga is calling me on my phone. Can, can you call him, please? Um, uh, Bishop, I can, I can see you, but... I... All right. Um, let's move on to the WhatsApp, t- to the text messages. Do I not take... Okay, she wants me to go to the calls. Let's go to the calls then. Uh, can you please show me the screen? There you go. Temi goes. Temi goes. Let's try that again. Good evening, Temi goes. I'm here, my brother. How are you? I'm all right, Temi goes. How are you? Okay, you can hear me clear now. I can. I can. Go ahead, sir. Okay, I'll be quick because there's a lot of people uh, also waiting. No, uh, my question is, no, my, my, my answer is no. I don't believe that as a black person, I am cursed. Okay, it's just a psychology that is perpetuated uh, by uh, other races, for their own reasons. Put, put, anyway, put, put aside um, the, the psychology the that they're telling because... May I say this, my brother? Um, I'll ask you three questions. Hold on. Before Why you ask questions, you hold on, hold on, hold on, Tim Goss. Before you... Uh, are you saying you don't believe it because it comes from other people or you don't believe even the, the biblical yeah, account? No, 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 I, I, I just... I, I don't believe it. Okay. Because... I, I, and I, 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 I just believe it's a, a psyche by thieves who... You see, if, if I want, if I want to make uh, take something away from you and uh, make you feel inferior, you know, I will tell you things, you know, and uh, at, at the end, you uh, when uh, you are submissive and you think that way, you know, so it's a psyche thing. Anyway, why would we be put on the um, on this whole planet? Probably the one. Uh, um, continent or sub-Saharan that has um, no um, not as much well only until recently because of global warming that we've had uh, a lot of uh, uh, um, natural disasters and um, I've never heard of an earthquake yet there's a, 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 a volcano there and there Okay, so I'm talking about a location where the so-called cursed people are Number two, our genetics, brother man. Uh, 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 we have the highest uh, um, uh, uh, DNA sequence out of all living, uh, or, or, or out of all mammals. We, we have the highest what, sir? Say that again. A DNA sequence. There is a race that has a DNA sequence that is higher in terms the of what? what? What do you mean by high? Um, apparently, um, oh God, geez, where do I start with this? But anyway, um, I can go as far as how, how would, um, a, a person with melanin, you know, um, the one thing that, that all other races 
really, really lack and I, 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 that's why I would say. Okay, okay. Uh, tell me, girls, I, I need, I need you to, I need you to collect your thoughts and come call again. Um, we still have twenty-seven minutes. Call again and and tell us what you want to. I want to hear what you're saying, but you're struggling to put it out for me. Please coin it and call us again. All right. Thank you very much, Tim. Let's go to Vuiso. Vuiso, go ahead. Hey, well, thanks for putting my call. Now, uh, let me go straight to the point. Yeah. It's a lie and deception that they deceived the world for quite a long time. And our mistake is to call people that are pink and we call them white. And uh, lastly, uh, they, all these stories that were, because they tempered with the scrolls. You know, because the scrolls are originally from the African continent, uh, from the land of Kush, uh, where every uh, every life begins, you know, in Africa. And they took all these scrolls and tempered with them. Even the Ten, the, the ten Commandments come from the 45 uh, laws and commandments that uh, were, were princi- principles of the Kushite, you, you know, the, the African people uh, to live upon, you know, and, and fear Mother Universe and Mother Nature. Hence, we have all these resources that they don't have. How can a case person be so blessed with all these resources that they fly over 10,000 kilometers to come and steal? Okay. All right. All right. You don't bite. Thank you very much, Vuiswa. Appreciate your call. How can a cursed person be so blessed? Okay, let's go to the bishop. I think he's back now. Uh, bishop, good evening, and thank you very much for agreeing to talk to us. I'm all right. I'm all right, Bishop. My goodness, yes, I'm I'm struggling to hear you. I don't know where you are right now. Um, uh, first and foremost, let's let's just jump right in. Oh, you're in Zim. Oh, okay, okay, uh, okay. Let's let's try and continue. Let's try and continue. First and foremost, do tell us um, the correct interpretation of this story. I've read the story in Genesis, but now I'd like to get your understanding, your a correct understanding from your point of view. There is, there is what I call the, the, the politics of, of theology. And this passage gives us one of those very, very clear colonial interpretations of the passage. Firstly, the Bible does not say Kush was cursed. It addresses Canaan as the one who was cursed. And Ham had a son called Kush. Kush is the father of Kut and And Ham is also the father of the, you know, the Africans themselves. So firstly, we are dealing with a, a misinterpretation where Canaan is labeled as, as Africans, which is a wrong interpretation, biblically and uh, textually. All right, Bishop, Bishop, we're struggling to, ho- to hear you. I ne- uh, just hold on. I'm going to have Joey try and call you again um, so that we can try and see if we can get a clearer line. This is a very important subject to deal with. <laughs> uh, we need to hear exactly what you're saying. All right, um, uh, let's, let's take... Take some calls whilst we're still trying to get um, the bishop on a clearer line. Let's go to Njabulu. Njabulu, good evening. Hi, how are you? Well, thank you, Njabulu. Go ahead. Um, so, now I don't buy the story of, you know, that black people are cursed because, um, 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 what is his name, was cursed. Because, um, you know, if, I think it's more something that uh, some people, they they want to support their, um, I was trying to say, they are rubbish that they talk because it's the same thing like someone who is an alcoholic, you know, and then he wants to support that it's okay for him to drink. Then he would say, no, Jesus sent water into wine, so it's okay for me to drink, you see. So that's why I don't buy the story at all. <laughs> okay, uh, even though there is absolutely nothing wrong with drinking wine, but hey, we're not going to get into that. So, <laughs> so do you not believe the Bible account or do you not believe the interpretation of the Bible account? I do believe that Bible account, but you know, it's the fact that it says black people, I mean... <laughs> it, no, it does, it the Bible does not say black people. The Bible says mm-hmm. cursed is Canaan. Yes. yes. Do, do you know which, which, which son of Noah you believe you, 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 you descend from? Well... Noah had, I, I, had, I, had four sons. He had Cush, he had mm-hmm. uh, Mizraim, he had Punt, and Canaan. Which yes, son do yes. you believe you come from? I believe I come from Kush. Yes, well, me too, because um, of the, the the knowledge that I've gained, 
I also do believe I come from Kush, you know, but I don't believe I'm cursed because <laughs> he was cursed. No, Kush was never cursed. Sir. There is no text that says Kush was cursed. It says Canaan was cursed Canaan, because he's yes. the son of Ham. And by the way, the, the offender here is Ham, the father of all four. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. thank you very much, Njabul. Appreciate your call. All right, I want us to distinguish between these players here. The offender here is Ham. This is the, 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 the culprit. This is the one who allegedly did the wrong thing. I don't know what's so sinful about looking at somebody's nude body, but according to the text, because he looked upon his, naked, his father's naked body, that was offensive and therefore curse-worthy. That's the issue. Ham does the act, but the curse goes to the last born, Canaan. No mention of Cushites. No mention of us. I'm not quite sure where it would come from, but I would love to hear from somebody who believes this story. Uh, Do do we have the bishop back on the line? Bishop, can you hear me? Yes, sir. And and firstly, we want to discuss We want to discuss a father who is drunk. This is not God speaking. This is a drunk man who is speaking. His name is Noah. Yes. So we, we need to classify and say, does God respect the words of a drunkard oh, no. okay. to, to, to curse a whole nation of the, of the Africans? Yeah. And secondly, theologically and biblically, biblically speaking, Kush was not cursed. It's Cain and who was cursed. Correct. But the politics of this passage, politically speaking, the whites say they're not related to blacks. But when it comes to the Bible, they place themselves as the children of Shem. And the children of Shem becomes a blood drying through which Jesus is born, it becomes a white man. But before we can discuss who was harmed, we need to discuss what what nationality, what culture, what tribe, what color of Noah, who is the father of the tree. Are the white people agreeing that they come out of a black man who is Noah? Is that biblically correct? Is that biologically correct? And ultimately when you say blacks are cursed, does it give the white man who is the son of Shem to become the master of Ham instead of the master of Canaan? This is a biblical misinterpretation altogether. Okay. I want to you, to, to clarify the point you made there. Does God uh, uh, respect the words of a drunkard? What is your answer there? You left that as a question. I need you to give it an answer. Well, we're discussing theology Correct. in the ambit of history. Yes. But we have a drunk man who is lying down and he's naked in his drunkenness. Yeah. A son sees him and he giggles. And then a man wakes up in his sleep and discovers that a son had loved at him. Yeah. And then he curses the last born in the, in the, in the family of, of, of Ham, who is yeah. Canaan, not Kush. Yeah. So firstly, we need to qualify and say, this is not God speaking. So underline that part. I, I understand. This is not Yahweh speaking to his children. I understand, Bishop. And I want you to clarify this God point. Respect yes. So does God respect the words of a drunkard? Okay. And my idea is a big no. A big threat no. Okay, okay. Hold the thought. <laughs> so you're, you, you've made your question very clear. I'm going to engage you on that when we come back from the break. You're listening to Facts of Faith. Imagine winning your share of 2 million rand. If you've had your COVID jab or get vaccinated before the end of the year, you stand a chance to win 1,000, 10,000, or even 100,000 rand cash. 200 winners every week. Entry is automatic. Win and we'll call you on the number you gave when you were vaccinated. Don't wait. Vaccinate. It will change your life. T's and C's apply. Facts of Faith on SAFM. 18 minutes before 8, you're listening to Facts of Faith of Nayelu Pondo, and we are together until 8 o'clock. Now, the bishop, Bishop Joshua Maponga, um, he's an author, by the way. I'd like you to read some of his books so that you can grasp the nub of the things that he says, his thinking patterns, because most people tend to listen to sound bites and clips of what he says, but engage with his text and you'll understand much of what he says. Now, Bishop, you, you, you're you saying... Um, uh, there's a your question: Does God respect the words of a drunkard? And your answer is a big no. The drunkard has a covenant. Few verses before this one has a covenant with God, and God respects the covenant of this drunkard. I'm going to read from verse 19. Then God said to Noah, "Yes, this rainbow is the sign." 
Why is God saying this? This is because of verses before. Verses before, like verse um, 11, uh, verse 12, Then God said, I am giving you a sign of my covenant with you and with all living creatures for all generations to come. Verse 13, I have placed my rainbow in the clouds. It is the sign of my covenant with you and with all the earth. When I send clouds over the earth, the rainbow will appear in the clouds. Verse 15, And I will remember my covenant with you and with all living creatures. Never again, never again, will the, fl- the flood waters destroy all. Verse 16, when I see the rainbow in the clouds, I will remember the eternal covenant between God and every living creature on earth. Verse 17, then God said to Noah, yes, this rainbow is the sign of the covenant I am co- confirming with all the creatures on earth. The sons of Noah came, blah, 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 blah. It continues. So um, I'm not sure why you would say a big no. And yet verses before God confirmed and reconfirmed and reconfirmed a covenant with this drunkard. Yeah, and the book of Proverbs, I can't remember the verses in chapter 16 or something. The wine is a mocker and the beer is a brawler. Absolutely. Whoever is held by them is not wise. Yeah. Those... So you would say this man who is drunk, did he, did he speak what he knows? Or he spoke what he does not know. Does the foolishness of man in a state of drunkenness yeah. hold God to a covenant that he did when he ah, was sober? Ah, okay. So uh, I just want firstly to look at the condition of the beautiful, man beautiful. who was held by alcohol and liquor, where the Bible says he's not wise. Okay. So you, 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 foolishness become the basis of the covenant. Okay. So you're pointing out not necessarily the drunkard, the person, but the state of drunkenness. Yes, sir. Okay, got it, got it. When he did not even know what he was talking the question is, in, in his condition, yeah. did he even know he was naked? The yeah. answer is no. Yeah. He did not even know what was happening to him. No wonder he was lying naked. Yeah. So can we say that God would respect a man in the condition of a, of a current, but he's outside of his mind okay. when he makes a, a, a curse to his son in that condition. Okay. Will God still hold the man accountable to the covenant in a state of drunkenness? Got it, got it. All right. By the way, you're absolutely right. Even in legal terms, he was not compassment. So we, we really cannot really expect any person who is under the influence of uh, an intoxicating substance to be held to account for the words. Even God will not surely do that. That's the logical and the reasonable thinking. That's what the bishop is saying. I'm still taking your calls and your text messages and your voice notes. Now, here is the situation that we don't see anywhere where God confirms or denies or disputes or anything. There is no mention of God's response to what Noah says when he curses Canaan. Why is that? What can we infer from the silence of God? Number one, we understand that the text is not a a daily newspaper where all the events are accounted for word for word. Remember, again, the book of Genesis is written a couple of thousands of years after it had already happened. Yeah. It is not being written as it is happening. These are reminiscing reflections of what had happened in the past. It was written by Moses. Where in the book of Exodus. Now we are reading the book of Genesis. So you cannot hope that in the midst of all this, that it could be an accurate day-to-day account of okay. what is happening. Okay. However, the silence of the Bible seems to suggest God's uh, condoning or approving of what Noah had said. But textually speaking from the other passages in the Bible, which condemn drunkenness, we cannot begin to hold Noah's uh, uh, curse as legally, covenantly binding yeah. to the curse that he had done. Yeah. Because all the from outside of his mind. Yeah. Okay. Here's another issue now. We're talking about one group of people who are descended from Canaan, according to this According to their father, it's okay for one son to be subservient to the other son. And we see this happening, by the way, throughout Scripture, while one son has, or one person is, is said to be subservient to the other. There is a situation between, between Jacob and Esau, where Jacob is supposed to be the one who is subservient to the other, but because he has stolen the blessing, quote-unquote, the one, the other son, Esau, becomes the one who's going to be subservient, according to the sober father, this father, Isaac, when he gave this curse or this pronouncement, he was not drunk, but still he said, Esau will be subservient to Jacob. What do we make of that situation? 
There's no drunkenness here. Right. On the same point, hence I'm talking about the politics of religion. Yeah. You'll be shocked that the Africana will be using the same passage to oppress the blacks. Correct. By misinterpreting the passage that says Canaan is cursed. Yeah. And they, they just replace Canaan with Kush and replace Kush with Africans. Yeah. So you'll find that the, the colonial people will be using the same passage of Jacob and Esau, that they are the children of Israel, we are the Canaanites, we are the children of, of, of Esau, and hence we must be servants. This is the politics of the Bible, and I, I, I wish people would just open up their eyes. Yeah. But theology is critical, because what people believe is how they behave. The story of, of, of Jacob and Esau is on the basis of the blatant irresponsibility of Esau, in terms of selling his birthright to a son, trading long-term goals yeah. for short-term pleasure. Yeah. And yeah. then, due to that, you find that he exposed his entire generation to 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 uh, to, assert, to become servants of the one who had taken the birthright. But here you find the transaction between two sober people who are all in their rightful mind. Yeah. So one is hungry, the other is in the kitchen, and they transact. And 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 Israel makes a covenant with Jacob by putting his hand under the the thigh of Jacob, and he swears, and he swears that will be. Now, how does qualified God can allow Noah to <laughs> who was not even there for the transaction? How does it happen that one man sin and has enough pay for his sins? Well, my 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 objection there, uh, Bishop, is not necessarily between the two boys. My objection is what happened with the father. The poor blind Isaac makes a pronouncement. And it would appear as though God honors the pronouncement of this man, even though, again, God does not jump in and say, I confirm or I deny. Isaac makes a pronouncement. He says, you I will be blessed, and the other one is going to be... I'll throw a curve ball. Okay. I'll throw a curve ball. Go for it. I hope you can take it. Yeah. When when Rebecca is pregnant, the public says, you are carrying two sons. Yeah. The, the, the younger... Jacob, I loved Esau. I hated. Yeah, That's yeah. What, before they were born, yeah. <laughs> God had already chosen Jacob. Okay. Now, like wants to bless, wants to bless Esau. the only Oh my goodness! What, what, we're missing. We're missing what you're saying, Bishop. Say that again. Say that again. Okay, Joey, let's let's try 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 and get the line again. My goodness, we're missing out. It's ten minutes. We're running out of time. Nine minutes now. I'm gonna read a few of your text messages. Take your calls and some voice notes. Um, let's try and get the bishop back on the line again. I'm hoping you're getting what is happening in our conversation, and I want you to be as brutally honest as you can. If you buy the story, if you believe there is any legitimacy to the fact that black people are a curse, even though that black people are descendants of Kush Kushites not descendants of Canaan, and even if there were any truth to it, there is no valid argument to suggest that this was a generational matter, not just. But hey, I, I understand. I want us to, want you to come through with your view if you buy the story. So far, we're hearing people who are saying, I don't buy the story. I'd like to hear somebody who does. Let's go to a text message on WhatsApp. A text reads, Ham is cursed because he has seen the nakedness of his father and the world is cursed because they have seen the wrong things that they have made them naked from Kingsman. Okay, Kingsman, thank you. Now the text reads, why should we believe this King James Bible version? What does uh, version mean? And there's a story that he commissioned writers to write this King James version. Lastly, why there's no African names in the Bible like Bongani? (laughs) Like Sviso or Tulani? (laughs) I honestly don't believe 90% of the Bible, it's fabrication and indoctrination. Spirituality uh, comes before religion. Frank Talk, Sviso from Foslo. (laughs) Okay, Sviso. You want to see Bongani? Okay. Okay. Remember, the narrative is 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 captured in a geographic area, and the language spoken in that geographic area was not any Nguni language, <laughs> not his Tosa, not his Zulu, not his Devel. <laughs> they spoke a, a different language, and as such, names you'd find in that area, uh, 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 north northeast Africa. 
it it it's it's not it's not Zulu or Tosa or any of our Ngodi languages. <laughs> but I get your point. <laughs> Good evening, Naya. I personally don't believe in uh, I am cursed as a black person. Malwande Ngosega in Stellenbosch. She didn't tell us your reasoning there. Remember, we're trying to get your reasoning, guys. Uh, share with me your reasoning. Another text reads, Hi Naya, I, don't, I do not believe that because history books tell us that Africans were among the earliest builders of great civilizations on this planet. Okay, we read this one. I think we just failed to win and we read this one. Thank you very much. Another one reads, Greetings panel. Just one person, Joshua Ponga. Good almighty, God almighty, sent his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, for the, the entire of humanity. Okay. Why would God do that if he holds a curse? No, don't believe in the curse because Jesus Christ is a savior. Much appreciated. Glolisa, greater is he that is in you that is, uh, than that is out there. No, God sent Jesus Christ for everyone, not only to one race. Is there any verse in the Bible that allows one to curse another? Or is it uh, the wrath of God only for God alone. Yes, sir, there are many verses where people curse other people. Indeed, they are. And God actually appears to be respecting those curses. Indeed, yes, we can share those another time, not today. Yes, they are, sir. All right, let's play some voice notes, shall we? What I mean when I said is true. I mean, European and the colony in apartheid, they are the one who starts. So that's what I mean, the true. Uh, we don't believe, I mean, it's not true, but it's a false, I mean, it's a bad perception, I mean, and they create that kind of, there's no black and white, I mean, we're all human beings, but what I mean, I mean, when I said true, it's like European, they're the one who start. that's it, histories come from them, so it's nothing to do with us, I mean, black and people, that's what I mean, I mean, it, it starts from them, I mean, the European, I mean, they're the one who start all this. The, the Bible is a, is a Middle Eastern document, those scrolls were not found in Europe, they're found in the Middle East. We cannot, we cannot in this day and age say the Bible is a European document unless you're suggesting that the product that we are reading is no longer the original text that was taken from the scrolls that were found in the various geographic areas like in Qumran and so forth and all these other areas in the Dead Sea, all of those pots that were found with their variety of scrolls. So the Bible, the original texts at least, are not of or of European origin. Let's play the last one and go back to the, to, to to the bishop. Go ahead. Hi, this is Daniel Joshua Chalun. Yes, Daniel. In John three sixteen, the word of God says For that God, God so loved. loved the world. Yes. World, world, world. Yeah. That He gave His only begotten Son. Yeah. So whoever man is cursed, God oh. is blessed. Amen. So therefore. There is no no cursed people upon this earth. Ah! Thank you and God bless you. Thank you, sir. I receive. <laughs> okay. <laughs> For God so loved the world, not just some people. I got it loud and clear. Bishop, can you hear me? Bishop? Yes, I can hear you. I can hear you. Okay. We, we, have, a, we have a problem I there. You. I need you to answer this question now. If black people are not cursed and... This whole story of noise, just a misinterpreted narrative. Why then? The big question has always been, why is it that the biggest population that has been moved geographically to another, to the West Indies, to the US, to Australia, and to all the world around, through the transatlantic slave trade and other slave trades, are black people, Africans? Why do we see only Africans being the ones who bear the brunt of man's vile acts if we are not cursed? Do we want to uh, maybe have another conversation? Okay. And we can take the book of Deuteronomy 28. Yeah. We can also take the book ah. of Isaiah chapter 18, yeah, Isaiah chapter 20, 21, and 22. And here those prophecies which are given to push to Ethiopia and to the Africans. Yeah. Not as cases, but as, 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 as punishments, rather, for disobedience. Yeah. And it would be very nice. I wish I had all the time to go through those passages, like chemically. Then we can actually see where is our plight because we've actually forsaken our ways. Yeah. At the end of the day, when we forsake our ways, we've exposed ourselves to colonialism. Yeah. And as such, we find that with the fulfillment of those prophecies becomes the plight of slavery, colonialism, etc. But it is not in the midst of the curse. I'd rather say it's a prophecy which is due to the Africans neglecting his ways. You're being very politically correct because in Deuteronomy 28, there's blessings and curses. Yes, you're correct to say if you disobey, 
But you need to acknowledge that if you disobey, as you're suggesting we have, you will be cursed. Those are still curses, isn't it? It's cause and eat it, rather. It's not going to be a curse. If a child puts their finger in the fire, they'll be burned. Yeah. It doesn't mean that they are cursed in the fire. Well, that, w- it simply w- means that you put your finger, you, there are consequences yeah. of decision-making. So I don't know what else this, this is a pre, a pre, uh, what the pre-destination mindset. Well, African, if there's a result of a curse, let's say the result of leadership or political leadership that has resulted in this. Our fathers neglected our ways and accepted the Bible, accepted money, the coins, as Nemon Hauser and other prophets, prophets of the Africans don't accept this, but rather live like this. It will listen. At the end of the day, here we are. All right. I want, I want to read from Deuteronomy so everyone understands exactly where I'm coming from. I'm reading the words verbatim. I'm not really interpolating or interpreting, interpreting, interpreting or anything. I'm reading it from verse 15. From verse 1 to verse 14, these are blessings. You'll be blessed when you're going out. Bless all of those things. But verse 15 begins by saying, But if you refuse to listen to the Lord your God and do not obey all the commands and decrees I am giving you today, all these Curses will come and overwhelm you. Verse 16, your towns and your fields will be cursed. Your fruit baskets and breadboards will be cursed. Your children and your crops will be cursed. The offspring of your herds and flocks will be cursed. It continues right up until the end. So throughout, it's curses, Bishop. It's not just disobedience and therefore we smack your hand. No, no, no. He call, God calls these curses, or at least the writer of Deuteronomy, calls them curses. I rather call them consequences. Because okay. from verse 1 to 15, yeah. you have the blessing, Correct. which are the positive. Correct. But subsequent to you refusing to, to obey to 1 to 15, yeah. the result of that is that the land will be cursed. Yeah. But does it mean that the people are cursed? The decision that you have made will activate the consequences of the poor decision. That's right. That's right. All right. I totally agree. I you understand. May want to further. Yeah. You may want to research further on the word curse as it appears there. Is, is it the only word? I'm sorry I didn't do a thorough research. I would have been able to tell you the other words which could be used. Yeah. But I can almost tell you on top of my head that everything out of your disobedience. These are the consequences that are waiting for you. I understand. I understand, I, Josh. But you should have come early, man. I want just to have much time with this. Our time is up now. But thank you very much. Nonetheless, you've given us a little. Uh, I would have loved to have more uh, from him, uh, Joshua Bishop. Avoid Mama. talking at that bank. Avoid talking. Avoid talking when you are drunk with your children. Avoid talking <laughs> sure. when you are drunk. Of course, got it. <laughs> right, we'll leave it right there, Bishop Joshua Oponga. Thank you very much for coming through and talking to us. From me, Nayelu Pondo, and I and the team have a wonderful evening and Godspeed. Up next, the news with Mudupi Mahalimel.